So this past week, I had a meeting with my life coach and I actually just recently switched to her. I'm part of a program where you work with a coach for 12 months. And I didn't really get along with the one that I worked with for the last three. With this new switch comes new goal setting. And the coach asked me, her name's Pauline. She was asking me like, what, what do you want to achieve next? She said that the way that goal setting works best with coaches is if you set a goal, that's something you've never done before and something that is a really far reach and it has to be like a you achieve it or not kind of goal, such as like, I want to buy a house by the seaside in this place. Like that's something that, you know, could be a really far off reach based on the price and you might have to work for it for several months or years in order to achieve it. That topic actually went into all the things that my nomad life is actually preventing me possibly from doing because almost any goal I set, I'm like, oh, but I actually just want to stay nomadic more or like I want to maintain my lifestyle. And therefore I'm actually personally struggling with setting goals. I think that like sets the stage for a great conversation around. I just spent my last five years working towards freedom of location, freedom to live wherever I want, work on whatever I want, et cetera. But now I'm stuck at a point where I don't know what I want next. And it seems like anything that I might want next, I can't keep all the other things I've worked towards. So yeah, I would love to hear your thoughts maybe around that story or what you're thinking now that you've also achieved, you know, nomad life. Yeah, it's hard. That's a really, that's a really tough thing. Like there's so many layers to it, Ivy. <laughs> like I definitely feel like because we've worked so hard to become nomadic and to have like the option of choice, it's almost like there's too much choice. And now it's like your life can go like a hundred different ways and whatever you choose, it's, I think at some point you need to ask yourself like what will satisfy you and like what you'll be happy with. And it's funny because we've been just like roaming the world. And then I think many of us eventually will settle down or like choose a different type of lifestyle. I feel the same in the sense where like, I think we talked about this too, where I'm getting tired and kind of burnt out and the appeal of having my own place is getting stronger and stronger, like putting photos up on the wall and like wanting my own personal space and like rooting, like having people who are consistent in a particular city. But that being said, like, I still want the option of choice. Like I still want the option and the freedom to like come and go as I please, even if I have a house. So maybe it's not that like, you know, like in the future, you and I both just completely settle down and like we do the whole white picket fence. I think there's still going to be like optionality. And I see that being my future. Like, is that what you think as well? And it also comes with age, right? Like we're not like 21 years old, like living in hostels. Yeah. I mean, like when I was 21, I like was still working towards this. So, I mean, there's two pieces to this. Like as you were talking, I was thinking about like at some point, even if you don't choose to settle down, well, the whole point of me traveling is because I want to live different lives in one lifetime. And I think living in different places is really exciting. But then that routine within like just traveling, I, I have a routine, which is I pick up and go every two months, but that's actually just one meta life, you know, of like living little lives in these two months, but there's like a meta, you know, lifestyle that I'm living. And I almost think that like, is this still exciting if it's all I ever do as well? So at what point... I think, do I move on? Um, but yeah, no, I totally agree with, you know, you want to be able to go back to this and it's being able to and like making that choice. I 
left San Francisco to pursue this lifestyle. You did too, right? We yeah. had a great life in SF and we gave all that up in order to do this. And then, but to move back, to be really, really ingrained in a community, to have consistent hobbies and consistent friends and to potentially work towards something really, really deeply, you might just have to give it all up too. And I think that's a decision that I'm contemplating. I guess, what is the life then now that you envision? I mean, I I don't want to say post nomad because I I feel like you and I will never be like fully like settled. I think travel is still like really ingrained in our DNA. So like, but I think as we're like, oh, I oh, I like to say like we're moving into a very different season of our life. <laughs> so like, as yeah, moving, yeah, there's different seasons. Season, exactly. yeah, yeah, exactly. Or like, because you know, you mentioned like Portugal and like kind of staying there for long term. Like, I guess is that what you envisioned, and that's what you like you're looking forward to i mean you have like different bases i legitimately i was just actually looking on zillow right before this call for houses in san francisco and i spent some time looking at lisbon as well and um my parents are actually going to be in asia in china for the next kind of in and out for the next five years but they plan on being there like make china still their base until they fully really need to retire and be in one place maybe around the time they're 80 so i would say like in the next 20 years they're gonna spend a majority of the time in asia and so i would want to have like a base in asia too so to have something in california or vancouver something west coast probably like somewhere mid like in europe and then most likely lisbon it's I like a lot of people ask me why I want to move there. And I feel like it's very similar to San Francisco right now. Gives me that same energy, both like visually as well as the people Mm -hmm. there and then have a base in Asia and be able to kind of like rotate amongst them. But Mm -hmm. even then, I think that I don't know if that's just like a happy medium because I do think honestly, I'm still working through like, what is that big, big goal that I want to achieve? And like, maybe it is to build something that. I'm just so focused on and there's a lot of people focused on it. Like I want to have a physical presence somewhere in terms of a company. I, I actually don't know. I've like actually spent the last week and I can't think of anything. And I'm just wondering if it's like the blocker is that I refuse to give up this like lifestyle. I will say, so like regarding the rotational like being rotational in like three different cities, right? Because right now I consider myself like location independent, but I only really care about three cities, which is like San Francisco, Singapore, and Taiwan. And then I, I also realized I was like the draw to these cities is because of my community, because there's a gravitational pull to San Francisco where like my best friends, like that's where my career started, like my professional network's still there, my sister and nephew and brother-in-law's there. To Singapore, because I was like in lockdown for three years and like, you know, I like I've also cultivated sense of community there and then Taiwan because my parents are here like I think for me I've come to realize like I've been running around this entire world but the only place I really want to be is like with people I care about and that gets stronger and stronger as like you know I become part of the sandwich generation where you know we take care of parents and then like my sister has a kid like now there's like little children running around so for me I feel like I'm just in this season of life, I'm like, I want to be closer to people that I love and I'm still selfish where like I want to travel, but I'll do it in a way that works for me. So I think personally for you too, like that might just be the case. Like maybe one day you, you know, you settle down in Portugal, you have a physical business presence there, but you're like going to China every year to see your parents like for a couple months or like you're going back to San Francisco for a couple months. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I travel for a different reason than like you travel. So when I first started, I want to go to a lot of places that have startup 
ecosystems that I wanted to learn from. And there's still so many. I haven't even been to India yet. And that's like one of the largest ecosystems. Just haven't had that opportunity because you have to go for so long. And now that work is getting more busy and I'm like taking on more responsibility with my company, then it's hard to do both. And yet Mm -hmm. I still want both. And like listening to you talk about three different communities previously people used to only have one and I'm like wondering (laughs) hey do we just want too much like we want everything you know I want communities everywhere I want my businesses to be everywhere I want this like really exciting life and but I feel like all of those things put together like I run an education company I'm here with Asian Wonder Woman I want to build my own personal brand like we're just talking about content creation I'm like Mm -hmm. what do I really want like if I were to really focus have that one big goal, like, what is it? I don't know if I'm, like, slowing myself down because I'm doing too many things, including, like, my really busy lifestyle that, like, picks up and goes. Yeah. But what about you? Like, what is if, – if you were to, like, envision the life in your next season, right? Like, the perfect next season, which might start, you know, in the next maybe two, three years or something in, like, our early, mid-30s, what do you want that life to look like? if there's like one thing that you want to work towards. Mm, I think I've always had this like, oh, you know, what tech likes to call like the North Star. For me, it's always, I've always wanted to open like a community center. And so recently I actually went to this organic tea farm that is ran by like a group in Taiwan called Fuzi. And then they're, you know, they're Buddhist organization. They promote the use of like organic methods for like food, uh, like clothing, et cetera. So we went to this tea farm. It's B2B and they let us come in as like just like tourists, right? Essentially, because they knew my cousin's mother. And we just got this like personalized tour around the tea factory. They turned on the, the machines for us. They drove us around the tea farms to look at like the organic tea leaves. And they just explained everything so thoroughly. And I was like, wow, this is so peaceful. Like they were just like pouring us tea. And then I remember asking, do you have to time the tea? I was like, is it 50 seconds, 60 seconds? I was really excited about it. And then she was like, we don't time the tea here. She was like, it's just, that's too rushed. She was like, I can tell that you're very rushed. <laughs> and I was like, oh, damn it. So anyways, I think the the peacefulness there, I was like, I want I want that. Like, I love that. And so it just got me thinking. I think my ideal life is like, I have a community center and maybe I own like a brand of tea and people come and they focus on like their mental health or they run workshops or like do like tahua like flower bouquet stuff like just things like that no yeah like a you flower know? place no flower placing flower flower, flower arrangement arrangement like that. flower yes. arrangements yes. yes and just like small little things i mean maybe they don't add value to like your professional life but they're they're adding value to like your mental health <laughs> so that's yeah like you want to create thing. this like peaceful yeah. almost like retreat for people that need to get away who's like very rushed like you do strike me as very rushed and like me too right like you're always like just in the last episode you're like I need to know when I can be proud of myself like that post like (laughs) keeps moving right like you just you're always chasing like the next thing and therefore you're not slowing down to sort of enjoy it and that's like a constant battle when I'm traveling too of like Mm -hmm. am I making the most out of my life versus just like slowing down and enjoying and you know sitting down with an ebook and like having a cup of tea is like nice for a few like how long can you really enjoy that for for me not enough i think like i want to be able to enjoy it more but what you said actually just reminds me of 
when I was talking to another friend about their happy place. And actually, a few friends have said this. When I was just in Japan last month, met up with a girl I went to middle school with, and I grew up figure skating. Like, she has such a fascinating story. Another Asian Wonder Woman, actually. <laughs> so she moved to Japan wanting to learn more about the service industry after university and then just ended up staying. But in between left to do like a little stint teaching English in China, like at a private kindergarten. And then also was just about to head to, I think, Thailand for some kind of like happiness retreat volunteer work as well. When she was called back to Japan because she followed a writer who wrote about a zero waste village called Kamikatsu in Japan. And she was like, she wasn't interested in sustainability or zero waste. She just wanted to, like the writer wrote about that village in, in a book that she really enjoyed. And she wanted to get to know the writer and go to a writing workshop that took her to Kamikatsu. But after a week there, she was just like, wow, this is like the happiest I've ever been. And it's like the village, you know, rural area of Japan and everyone there, like, it's a zero waste village. Like people lived a really slow kind of lifestyle. Everyone was farmers and actually everyone there lived abroad and they chose to move back and like live a slow, steady lifestyle. And Linda is her name. She was like, when you find the place that really makes you happy and like, this is like so many people don't find that in their entire lifetime. And so she was supposed to be due for her like work placement in Thailand or something. And she just canceled everything. She's like, I'm just going to stay here. She didn't speak Japanese and she just figured it out. There was like a cafe owner there who like spoke some English. She ended up staying with her and they ended up launching a company together, bringing foreign companies to learn about sustainability in Japan to Kamikatsu. And now she's moved to Tokyo, but it's so hard to find a place that you really connect with. And I hear from other friends too. Like one of my other friends says, I've never been more happy than like sitting in Waikiki beach on a surfboard. Like that makes me super happy. Right. It's like, I want that, but he doesn't feel like he can go for that because he's also a YC back startup founder. <laughs> That's like living uh, with like someone in New York now. And it's hard to make that happen for you. But has that happened for you? Was that tea? Is that a feeling? Is it a place? Like, I think it was like the feeling. Maybe I don't know if that tea farm was like my happy place. Right. But I think I've, I haven't felt at peace and like serene for a really long time because you know, just going back to your friend's story as well, I think a lot of it is around like intentionality, right? Like the intent to be like sustainable, the intent to like slow down your life, the intent to like leave everything and just be in a place where you feel the most happy. I feel like I haven't felt that in a very long time. And maybe that that tea farm was kind of like that reset that I needed. However, it's tough because there's so many like external factors, right? Like the factors to like make money, make a living, to continue traveling. But I do see myself like slowing down in the next maybe like, I don't know about like the next five years, but next 10 years. So, so something actually that Linda told me, like you mentioned like, oh, there's like external factors is she told me that she has never made less money <laughs> in that village. <laughs> it was like, I think she said she made like 12K or under 20K or something per year because she was just burning tourists, but she also spent like nothing. She saved more than she did previously. And she used to be like an investment banking recruiter. If it was in the US, it would still be the top, I don't know, 5% at least, right? Top yeah. probably 1% of income. <laughs> and she really, like, she just felt like the mountains were just her place. And 
I'm almost thinking that like if we always think we're chasing that life that we want, if it is travel and nomad life, I like I just want to be conscious about it, right? Like, are we feeling that we only need to make money or we will only be happy if we can travel? Or my coach literally asked me, it's like, are you running away from something? And I never thought that I was. Yeah. Like I was like, no, like you know, <laughs> I could always go back to SF. Like I, I didn't leave to run away. I yeah. left for inspiration. And I've always felt like I was inspiration driven. Mm-hmm. But if I have all the inspiration in the world now, like I've spent four years doing this, then am I running away from like setting bigger goals? That's like basically like what my coach was telling me. And I was like, oh, I've never thought of it that way. It's like, am I using it now to run away from another life that I could build either because Mm -hmm. I'm scared or because I'm convincing myself that, hey, I still want to just keep moving. Our big goals, like what are those big goals, right? Because like, I don't know. I I still like in my mind, I'm like big goals to some are like, you know, having a house and like settling down. But like that might not be like everyone's goals. Like that, like is yeah, that. Yeah, I don't think it needs right? to be that. But yeah. like what you said about community center reminds me of oh, another yeah. friend's goal, which she's like, I just want to build like a community like real estate space and then have all my friends and family come move in with me like a cul-de-sac oh, yeah. okay. kind of thing. And I think that's really cool. Like my husband wants to build a uh, climate solution to reduce carbon re- like to uh, in the carbon removal space and that's a big goal and like he needs to stay in one place and we've been having a lot of discussions around that as well because a lot of those energy like if he wants to go to nuclear that's like there's literally plants that he needs to go to or you know be close to them mm-hmm. hopefully not that close i don't know i i'm actually not a i don't know that much about nuclear energy but um <laughs> I I think that on my deathbed, if I was like, would I be happy if I'm like, oh, I saw all the places in the world? Yes, I would. But does building something of meaning or like having a big project, like you usually, most people feel happy and accomplished when they do something that's hard. And there's nothing hard for me about traveling anymore, like moving different places. And that's why I'm kind of questioning my entire life right now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, I guess like when you bring up like the deathbed thing, it's like almost as if like, what do you want to leave behind? Because like, regardless, like everyone will leave behind the same thing, which is like their bones, right? No matter how rich you are, no matter like how many homes you have or how many cars you have or how many places you've traveled, it's like, what do you want to leave behind? And I guess generally it would be like the impact that you have on other people. And so maybe that's why right now you're feeling like, and I'm feeling that way too, to be honest. Like, I, I mean, not to say that travel is, travel is like a very independent thing, right? Like we go and we, we come and go as we please, like we go wherever we want. But at the end of the day, it's like, who have we touched? And like, who are the people that we've changed and who has changed us? So Those are really good factors, that's the thing. Like right? you actually just put an idea in my head of like, when yeah. travel has meaning, it's like you're traveling to achieve a goal. And that's what mm. a lot of travelers do, right? They travel for, I don't know, journalism, for business, to write a book, to influence others and inspire others to see the world. But I feel like you and I, at least me, <laughs> like I used to find more meaning in it. And I still yeah. do. Like I find enjoyment in it for sure. But mm-hmm. before I was like, I want to go find inspiration to find what business I'm going to build. And I'm going to do that because I want to impact the world because I, that's like the what I want to do with my life. And there was some meaning to that. And it felt very productive. But I was doing my February reflection. It's like a little way through March now. Uh, but 
in February, all I did was pretty much enjoy myself. February was very short, right? It was like basically three weeks. I spent one week. That was the last week I was in Tokyo. Another week exploring parts of Hokkaido. And then one week skiing, which I took off work. When I was writing, I'm like, what did I learn? Like, what were the wins? Like, what, you know, I was like, it was fun. <laughs> that was like pretty much it. And I felt actually very like, I did not progress towards anything. I have some like base, I have business goals, right? I have like lifestyle goals. I have like financial goals. And I just feel like I did not move in any of yeah. those kind of like main directions. Well, that's why like what my coach said really haunts me, right? Yeah. Because I'm like, oh shit, I don't actually even have that very one big goal. I have no direction that I'm trying to move in. And if I just enjoy myself while traveling, I'm not moving towards that goal. And some people are through traveling, right? Like my friend who's like a travel influencer, she's building her mm -hmm. business. She needs to travel, right? Yeah. Ricky, who we brought up in the last podcast, like he shares luxury, like stuff. He, like these are people who are like, I want you to come see the world. I want you to experience mm -hmm. different things, but I don't actually do that. I'm not like, hey, everyone, you should travel and experience different things. I do think Asian Wonder Woman, the goal here is to inspire women to be able to travel and wander on their own terms, work on their own terms, et cetera. But mm -hmm. for some reason, there's like a disconnect whether I have to, like, yes, I can lead by example, but I've already led by example now. Now I'm like, what's my next goal? <laughs> yeah, no, agreed. I think... I think you've shown women in our community like how it can be done. And again, like I think all of us are going through like this journey where we're going to evolve, right? We're like Pokemon. Like, you know, you, when we were like starting out, we we're like Bulbasaur and whatever. And now we're you're probably at like the third stage. I don't know what it's called, but that's more no, like Bulbasaur oh. Ivysaur. Oh, and then, <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Good example What's, there. I forgot yeah. what the third one's called. I, I they just get bigger, fatter, and scarier yeah. looking. You know? so I don't, okay, I maybe that wasn't such a good ones. example. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, maybe you're, you're, you know, you're at the involvement of like at the end of the journey, and that's more of like now, what is like the meaning of life? What is like the fulfilling part that you need to figure out? I guess. I mean, no one has it figured out either. I mean, I think we'll be like 60 years old and we'll still be questioning like what will make us happy. But at least like from what my dad tells me, it's literally just like he's like the things that it's like not the money or the goals or the dreams or anything like that. It's literally just like being at peace, like regardless of what you have at that point. It's like even if you have very little money or even if it's just like sitting in a park for like an hour, like that makes you happy to be able to get to that point. He was like, that's the meaning of happiness. And yeah, it's I guess very it's just zen. It's very yeah. zen. Yeah. He's very zen. Yeah. Like my dad is, he can be happy anywhere and I'm still trying to figure that out. <laughs> yeah. But are you happy? I'm like incredibly happy. Like I'm yeah. super, super grateful for my privilege and life and the opportunities that I have. And yeah. being able to like switch my backyard whenever I want and live in the most beautiful places and hit all my bucket list travel items. And that's something that yeah. I've really, really wanted. Like this map behind me here, I've been looking at since I was a teenager. I remember like yeah. this used to be in like our office and there was a massage chair right next to it. And I would get <laughs> like sit in the massage chair. And I would look at the map and be like, oh my gosh, I want to travel to all these different places. And yeah. when I get there, I love talking to the people there. I love immersing in culture. I love going to museums and learning the history, watching documentaries. Yeah. And it feels so real. And I can't wait actually to have children and like show them the world and tell them the stories. And just it's fascinating and enriching. But to me, it's more of a hobby. And if a hobby gets in the way of, I think, like what I want that North Star to be, and that's kind of what I'm considering, then I am now thinking about maybe then I just make it a hobby that it, it's like, mm -hmm. I have a base 
maybe just one if it's like three is too distracting. I don't know. And I, Mm -hmm. because I have built structure around like being free, like free is still really important, but I don't need to execute that like full freedom, right? Like all the time, like I could still travel like once every quarter or once a month, like a big vacation or like a big thing where I go and get culturally stimulated. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that would still be fine. And to me, that's still wandering the way that I want to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, oh, like we talked about this too, because there was someone who asked before, like, oh, what happens when like you stop wandering? Like, are you like, what will happen to this community? Yeah, like, yeah. And I was yeah, like, you can oh. leave now. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, we wouldn't say that. But it's more of like, you know, like, it's just the way that life is, right? Like the online community is a home to belong to. And like, it's not like all of us are so, so different, but we're all experiencing the same things as we're moving from like our 20s to our 30s to our 40s. Like, especially like as Asian women, like culturally, like the the feeling to be closer to family or like the sense of like, I don't know, filial piety, whatever. Like there's just so many factors that go into it. It doesn't mean that you'll stop being a wander woman. It's just that you're changing the cadence of your travel. You're changing, you're using your power to change your life and designing it. So yeah, um, yeah. I think whatever you do, you will be happy. But I do sense that you, I mean, you move more than I do. Like you pack up and you leave more, right? Like to different countries. Like you definitely travel a lot fast, like in different places more than I do. So I kind of see maybe you like being more intentional about your community, which like we've talked about a lot. I think I've been thinking about this all week, right? Like, what is my goal? Like, how does this relate to my travels? And even though I don't really have an answer yet, I think I'm like, I know which way I'm like leaning, which is I need to figure out that goal and I need to figure Mm -hmm. out like what travel means in my life. And I've already done this for like four years and maybe it's time to switch seasons. Thanks everyone for listening and make sure you sign up for our newsletter where we share visa information so that you can also decide how long you want to stay in each different place. Like, um, um, all right. See you guys next time. Bye. I'm the baddest chick. Time not a thing. I'm about my business. Show a money clip. Sushi got it. Make that money quick.